Well, last summer, uh, we did a, a series called Road Trip Songs. And we looked at the Psalms of Ascent that are uh, found in the Old Testament. And these Psalms were Psalms that the pilgrims sang as they were on their way to Jerusalem to worship. And so they literally were road trip songs. It's what they sang on, on their way as they walked out the road to Jerusalem. And so we talked about how we could incorporate those songs into our lives uh, and our journey of faith, that they would be songs that would be important for us to know as well. And so we're going to revisit that series, Road Trip Songs. Now, <clears throat> it's not the same sermons, okay? <laughs> uh, because there are 15 uh, Psalms of Ascent. And so last summer we looked at the first four, and uh, this month we're going to look at the next four. And uh, with that same idea that, that these, you uh, always do such a great job with the, the visuals to remind us that, you know, these are the songs that should be on our playlist that we use as we uh, travel through our lives. And so the first um, psalm that we're going to look at is Psalm 124, and I want to read that. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. When their anger flared against us, the flood would have engulfed us, the torrent would have swept over us, the raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, God. Well, Eugene uh, Peterson went to his local uh, Red Cross blood mobile to donate blood, and uh, the nurse was asking him all kinds of questions. And one of the questions she asked was, are you in a hazardous profession? And he thought about it for a few moments, and he said, yes, I am. And she said, what do you do? And he said, I'm a pastor. <laughs> and she said, no, not that kind of hazardous, uh, but, but a different kind. Um, psalm 124 is a psalm that's about hazard. But it's mostly a psalm that's about help. Uh, in fact, it's most, mostly about help. Uh, the psalmist is somebody who has faced some hazards in his life. And he looks back and he says, like many of us, if God had not been with me, if God had not been on my side, I would not have made it through. And how many times... You know, I know I have heard people say that. If God had not been with me, I would not have made it through. And I think we've all felt that way at times. And, uh, you know, he and others, they faced difficult situations, but somehow they got through them. And as he looks back, he realizes he got through them because God was on his side. God was for him. God helped him through all of this. And, and you know, there are some who would look at us when we say that and say, well, if God had been on your side, you wouldn't have gone through that hazard in the first place. But, but that's not how it works. We, we still go through the hazards, but God is with us 
God is on our side as we go through these hardships. And some people may wonder, well, how, you know, how can the psalmist and how can you be so sure that God was on your side? How can you be so sure that God helped you through that? And there are people who, who wonder that, who aren't sure about that. And, 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 and sometimes it's hard for us to explain to other people just why and how we understood that God is with us and that God is on our side. And we end up, you know, trying to explain why bad things happen to good people and uh, why God is on our side even when bad things happen to us. But our arguments usually don't convince anybody. They usually don't even convince ourselves. And I love the way that Eugene Peterson put it. He wrote, the proper work for the Christian is witness, not apology. In other words, the most convincing thing we can do is not form a great argument, but show with our lives that God is with us when we're in the midst of hazard. It's the witness that makes the difference. So the question is not, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? The question is, why do some people manage to sing in the midst of bad things happening to them? Why are some people able to have the resilience and confidence while they're going through a difficult hazard? And that, that's a witness that comes from real life. That's not an argument. That's people look at us and, and can see the reality of God in our midst when we go through difficult times. Years ago, um, I read a story about um, some American uh, Jewish folks who went to the Soviet Union back when it was the Soviet Union, uh, back during a time when the Jewish community there was being persecuted. And they went to them and they met with them and talked with them and saw the persecution they were going through. And they met with the rabbis and the leaders of the Jewish community. And they said, when we go back to America, what do you want us to tell them? about this terrible persecution that you're enduring. And one of the rabbis said, you tell them we're singing. We're singing. Because in the midst of hazard, God is with us. And the psalmist, um, he isn't real specific about what the hazards were that he faced, but he uses two illustrations. At first he speaks about being attacked. Um, and he says the people who attacked them were, were angry, and they would have defeated them if God had not been on their side. And, and I think it's, uh, the NIV has a really interesting translation. It says their anger flared. Now, the Hebrew word for anger literally means flared nostrils. Because you know how when you get mad, your nostrils flare and you're angry? That's literally the Hebrew word for anger. And it, it paints that picture of somebody being angry. And so he says they were, they were angry at us, but somehow we survived. And the psalmist said we survived because God was with us, because God was on our side. And then the second illustration is that of a flood. The flood would have engulfed them, would have drowned them, would have swept them away. But they made it because God was on their side. And there are too many people in Florida who know about this. Hurricanes and storm surge, 
torrential rain. The current picks up. It becomes a raging torrent. People drown. Property is destroyed or ruined. And they endured the storm. Somehow. They survived. And the psalmist was convinced they survived because God was on their side. That's how. And the latest hurricane that we had last year, I've heard so many people who survived and who said, I would have never made it had God not been on my side, had God not been with me. And then throughout the Bible, in, in both Testaments, uh, water is a symbol for chaos. In the very beginning, in Genesis, the earth is covered in this chaotic water, and then the Spirit of God hovers over that chaos. Uh, the, the world is destroyed by the chaos of a flood. And then in the New Testament, Jesus appears out of the chaos of a storm, walking on the water, and calms the storm, and calms the water. And the, the early church used that story as, as a story of great comfort to help them with all the storms that they faced. You see, the hazardous work that Eugene Peterson was talking about when he told the nurse that um, he was engaged in hazardous work wasn't really the work of being a pastor because being a pastor is certainly no more hazardous than any other job you try to do when you do it your very best. But the part that Peterson was talking about that's hazardous is when we actually try to follow Jesus. And that's true of all of us who are Christians, who try to live like God wants us to live. That's where it gets hazardous. That's the hazardous work that he was talking about. Every day, we put our faith on the line. We believe in a God that we have never seen. We live in a world where we're told that if science can't prove it, it's not real. And we believe in a God that cannot be proven. And we make God, who we can't see and who have never heard, the center of our lives. And that's hazardous. Every day we put our hope on the line. We don't know what the future holds. I don't know what the rest of the day holds. And we can't predict nor dictate what the future is going to be. We don't know what's going to happen to our families, our country, our own lives. And yet each day we live believing that God is in control of the future. That's hazardous. And, and then we put our love, every day we put our love on the line. We live in a world that believes that power and self-interest is how you get ahead. As a matter of fact, it's how you survive. And I'm not as good at love as I wish I were, but I believe it is the only way that we can ever move forward. It's the only way that we can really find life as an individual or as a community. And so we love people that don't return that love. We respect people who don't respect us. And we return love for hatred. And that's a hazardous way to live. So there's plenty of hazards. But the psalm really isn't about the hazards. It's about the help. The help that comes in the midst of the hazard. And the psalmist writes, you know, sometimes we escape like a bird from a trap. <laughs> we didn't avoid the hazard. 
But we did escape. The bird was already caught, but somehow the trap broke. The bird escaped, and we got through it. In the words of the great English theologian Elton John, I'm still standing. We made it through. And in the end, the reason was because God was on our side. And God is on our side still. It doesn't mean that we won't face any hazards, but it means that God will help us through the hazards we face. Our help, the one who is on our side, is the one who created the heavens and the earth. He is on our side. The psalmist wants us to to make sure that we understand that God is with us through difficult times that we go through. And I I can't explain why bad things happen to good people. I don't have answers for that question that satisfies even me. But I also cannot explain how some people find peace in the midst of chaos. I can't explain how some people have hope in the middle of horrible situations. I can't explain how some people can love and love and love folks who never return that love. Or maybe I can't explain it (laughs) because God is on their side. That's how they do it. They're the people who who believe that no matter what they go through, they can trust their future to God. They're people who deep down know that their help is the God who created the heavens and the earth. Most of you understand this. This isn't anything new to you. (laughs) You've been through some difficult times. You didn't think you were going to make it, but you did. And when you look back, the only reason you've got is because God was with you. God helped you through it. God gave you the strength that you needed. And so you say with the psalmist, I would not have made it unless God was on my side. And so today today we come to church to worship. We come to church to give thanks to Jesus Christ. We come to church to give thanks to God, the maker of heaven and earth. We didn't come to talk about the hazards. We came to talk about the help. We came today to give thanks, every one of us, for all the times we didn't think we were going to make it, but we did. Because God was on our side. And it gives us hope and courage to know that whatever we're facing now, or whatever you may face in the future, God is with you. God is on your side. And that's the help that we receive in the midst of any hazard that we ever face. Amen. Amen.